Hello and welcome back to the IO Sportscast. With me as always I've got Ollie. Hi guys. Um, and we are here for the Austrian Grand Prix. I don't know how long we're going to be here because we're absolutely melting. That's why we're not doing a, uh, a video. This My week. word. Um, yeah, yeah heatwave has kicked in. <laughs> well, it's not a heatwave, it's literally like someone's just got the sun, pulled it a lot closer to earth and everybody's just roasting. It's, uh, it's too warm. <laughs> yeah. So this might be a very, very quick race. Yeah, we might be just talking just to get it over with. Um, Austria. I love Austria. It's a nice track. Yeah, I do love Austria, to be fair. Um, what, what I haven't done is um, gone back and check our predictions from uh, British Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, partly because they're kind of irrelevant at this point. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we were definitely wrong. Yep. Um, partly because my, bra- my brain is fried. Um, where do we start? Sprint weekend. Was it the second one of the season or the yes, first? Yes, the second. Second. What was the first one? Imola. Oh yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I completely forgot that Austria was a sprint race this week, this this year, because normally it's not. Um. So yeah, so I was uh, happily working away on Friday evening, mm. and then I was like, oh. I best put it on in the background, so I missed most of qualifying, and then I got a knock on the door, I had a nice chat with a class trying to get some money out of me. <laughs> uh, that's what on, I want to just clarify it. Donations. Ah, uh, okay. Charities. Not some uh, mafia person then. I'm glad that's the way you went with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, I ended up then looking back, and it was the second Mercedes off, and two minutes left of Q3, and I was like, oh, well, that's... That's yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch. Didn't watch qualifying. That's the thing I don't like about sprint races. Is for I mean, it's really annoying that you know, for us because it's like normally between the hours of three and seven when we're at work. So we either finish, we're still at work, finishing work or on our way back from work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. I know everybody else in the world is like, oh, but European TV is always what the F one races are built behind. I'm like, yeah, that's great, but actually, like. My boss won't allow me to watch it at work. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand most of the races are built around the European TV. Most of the races are in Europe, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm still not a fan of the uh, of the format. Uh, this this weekend was actually a fantastic prime example of that, because we had everything happening in qualifying. We had both Mercedes go off. Yeah. Um, Perez get his lap time deleted. Yeah. So we ended up with a little bit of a mixed grid for um, for the sprint race. We had then um, Guang Yuzhou pull up with dodgy engines on the formation lap. So they had to go around again. Alonso, Alonso didn't start. Was going to start in the pit lane, but then didn't start at all. Oh, yeah. um, so we had a, we had a nice grid set up um, with the Mercedes and the Hasses and Esteban Ocon right behind the the, the top guys. Um, but then the sprint race completely took all that away and we ended up with the grid order we expected yeah. <laughs> from a normal qualifying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. I think what we should do is obviously you have your normal qualifying. If it's a sprint race, you have your normal qualifying. Mm. Yeah. And then obviously because top, top eight get points now. So it goes from eight to one. Mm-hmm. You get eight points if you finish first. So yeah. they should... We should reverse lead the top eight. What and do it at the F two? 
Yeah, so if you, so like for example, if Lewis finished eighth in the sprint race, he'd, he'd start on four for the off. actual main race. So, so the top eight, treat it like a feature, yeah, a feature race for those two. Yeah, but the qualifying would be for the sprint race, yeah, yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. And then the top eight, yeah. whatever the order of the you just flip it. Yeah. So eighth and seventh start of um, Paul. I first yeah. and second start, seventh and eighth. I just think we should stick with the format we've had because it works. Yeah, I'll just start any sprint racing. Or or we switch completely to a sprint race format like F two, with the same format of F two. Yeah. It just feels like it's a little bit pointless at the minute. But yeah, that'd be my reverse grids top eight. So where you finish? Yeah. Is your reverse grid. Um. Anyway, um, what what happened in that? Gasly, Gasly had a bit of contact at the start of that with Lewis. I don't know. I didn't, see, I didn't see. the... A lot of Formula Ones happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he got shunted down to the back. Uh, Seb had some collision damage as well. Um, and Mick and Lewis had a right ding dong battle. I know. Mick was not happy at the end of it. Evil Mick, villain Mick. Mick villain Mick. Yeah. Darth Mick. Like I kind of understand. He, uh, he wanted to swap the nidder. Yeah, he said he had the pace, but actually he didn't. Like Magnussen just pulled away. Yeah. The, uh, what I think he's even more annoyed about is the last bit of radio that I heard from Mick was, uh, "Can you tell Kevin to slow down so I can keep the DRS?" Yeah. And that's I think what's even frustrating even further is, earlier on in the race he didn't get the swap. I don't actually know if he did have the pace, mm. but then later on, yeah, Matheson just pulled away. And then his post-race interview with uh, his villain, yeah. which is what we want to see. We want happy Mick at times, but we want evil Mick as well. With yeah. evil, like his dad. As long as he uses it to actually just spur himself on and doesn't do what his dad does and try and take people out of the race. Yeah. That's what I don't like. Yeah, yeah. If he uses it as like a right, I am going to hunt you down. I will find you. Go around the outside of you, and, and I will kill you. It's going to make you look like an absolute fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, he did that times in this race. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about the race. Um, another another decent race. That's two in a row now. A relatively solid race. We like Austria as a track. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, does it really have anywhere like that you can't overtake? No, I think you can Apart overtake most turn ten maybe. Maybe. Um, I was thinking turn six. That first left the left double left hander in the middle sector. Yeah, that's probably if, you the pr- if you've got big cojones, you could probably. Because in Alonso, was it Alonso last year who tried to go move on the outside and didn't. If you do it wrong, you're in the gravel. Yeah. If you get it, if you get it wrong, you're in the gravel. You're spinning off. Yeah. So, um, but most corners you can overtake off here, which is what we want. Yeah, which we saw, we saw some moves at turn one. Beautiful moves. We too. saw some. We can't really overtake. We could overtake down straight. It's turn two. It's not really a turn. Yeah. Turn three. Some good moves oh, there. Turn four as well. And and both turn three and turn four allow for the cutback, so that if an overtake does happen, you can just it's not. It. Yeah, it's See exactly. That that there's a fight back right there. We had some incredible overtakes. We had some. We had some some good overtakes. Um, let's talk about the uh, the first big incident of of George and Checo. Yes. George got a five second penalty. 
for Checo went for the move on the outside, uh, had come from behind down the straight, had got alongside, yeah, down to, to turn four, and went round the outside. Yeah. Uh, contact was made. Checo ended up in the gravel with some damage. Big damage. Yeah. He limped back. Got some changes done at the pit and in, in the pits. Yeah. But then just in, in the end, it proved too much, and he ended up retiring. Whose fault is it? I think it's six or one and a half a dozen of the other. Fair. Because, yes, George has got the inside. Yeah. Check it, but he couldn't really do anything. Couldn't really do much. Yeah. Because he was on the he was in the inside taking the racing line. Checo was on the outside and there was he was ahead. So technically it's Checo's corner because he's ahead going for the corner. But then Checo was on the outside. Had could have given him more space. Yeah. Yeah, so. in my opinion, there was more space for Jekyll to give. Yeah. Now, it's a really awkward turn because yet the exit does open up to the left. Yeah. But apart from slamming on the brakes, which George is then just going to lock up and bump into Perez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, like George can't, he can't turn right because then he's off he's the already, track. Yeah, he's already turning right and he's on the inside. He's got no space to turn left because Checo is right there. Yeah. Um, the move with uh, Seven Gasly. Was it Seven Gasly later on? Yeah. Um, that that was a different seven. one. Yeah. Because they weren't tucked on the inside. It was a lot further out. In the like, middle of the corner, wasn't it? And it was starting to drift back over to the left yeah, on the exit and the open the steering whereas, yeah whereas this was very much on the inside earlier in the corner yeah so actually had Perez given space I it would have been avoidable opinion, I'm of the opinion that George later on could have avoided it yeah because he wouldn't have necessarily ne- needed to go out wide no. plus if he, if he avoids it he probably gets him down to start finish anyway into turn one or into turn three again on the next lap yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. um but yeah, that damage a, a damage for Checo, I want to say. Yeah. We've not seen the damage to his car yet. I want to see actually how bad how bad it was. Well, there was some bodywork that came off. Oh, just there the whole race. Just like just in the yeah. You could see it immediately come off. Yeah. I think it was just more aero, and I think this is a safety thing. Probably the wise move from Red Bull yeah. to, uh, to keep their, their engines running as <laughs> little as possible. Yeah. Especially when you can see your Ferrari guys uh, having their own engine problems. Which we'll talk about, which we will get onto. We'll get to. Um, really, the ne- what, was, what was the next big thing? Black and white flags was the next big Track thing. Track limits, yeah. Uh, I, Track don't limits remember, I don't remember a race that had that many black and white flags being given. No, I don't. I, feel, I, can't, I don't think. I can't remember. The last one. We had Gasly and Lando get five second it's penalties. Like, it's like that Oprah meme. You get uh, a black you, and white flag. Yeah, you yeah. have a black. Everybody gets a black and yeah, white yeah. flag. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, we saw both both Lando and uh, Pierre get actual penalties. Quite a few. It. I think quite not just them, but I think some others got penalties as um, well. But they were the main two. Those were the two that I remember. Uh, I, I don't see any. Gasly got another penalty, didn't he, for his collision with Seb? He did, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, I've seen another one here. Seb got a five second time penalty for exceeding track limits as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have uh, 
argument. Let's just talk about the four hours. Because it was turning out to be a nice battle up front. Yeah, there, you know, to, there was bat, not just that, but there was a five-way battle at one point. Yeah, that was, we, can, we can come on to that. Yeah. The battle yeah. at the front, though, was very tasty because you had the Ferraris go super long first stint. Yeah. Red Bull not doing that. Lewis, obviously, started further back on the harder tyre and just went really long. Yeah, yeah. And that threw every, all the strategies yeah. were open there. Um, the Ferraris managed to get past Max multiple times. Yep. And they were nice moves. To they were, themselves. to be fair. Yeah. 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 Good battling. They've, they've got a bit of history at Turn 3. Yeah, they do. And actually, it was nice to yeah. see that this one was... Worked. Ke- yeah, this one <laughs> kept itself under wraps. It's fair. <laughs> um, was well worked out. Uh, in the end, it worked out that Lewis just did not have the pace. It was going to be Ferrari fighting for one two. Yeah. And where did Max fit? In yeah. Where would Max have finished? Um, Max, I, he didn't have the pace, did he? No. No. Uh, I, I don't know what. I don't know why. I think diff- that yet uh, as commentary was saying, the change in the temperatures played a big part. Yeah. Suddenly, your tires work completely different. Yeah. Exactly. The, the day before. Um, also, maybe the Ferraris were just consolidating yesterday. They just didn't want to risk for one extra point. Yeah. You know, they'll take seven versus eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe that was part of it. Um, who knows? But it looked like a slam dunk. It was going to be Ferrari one two. Was quite a bit of the race, yeah. Uh, and then Science's engine went poof poof. Well, nah, because they, they pitted again, didn't they? There's quite a few. Everyone was saying it's going to be a one stop, but then the leaders did two stops. Yeah. So Max came out after the virtual safety car was called. I don't know, before what? There was a final round of pit stops for Charles and Max. Yeah. Because of Science's virtual safety yeah. car. Yeah. So they were, they were catching. Science was catching Leclerc. We were going to get him as well, probably. I think he'd been close. And then next thing, it's uh, he just pulls up, he starts slowing, and then you see some smoke. Yeah. A uh, few sparks, some flames. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw the flames and then much goes, earlier than oh, I thought. Yeah, he goes up the hill to yeah. turn four. Oh, the runoff on turn, turn, four. Th- uh, turn, turn three. No, it's turn four. Is it turn four? Yeah, because okay. he was going to, going to get him down the went off the escape. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Up turn four, and obviously it's uphill. <laughs> so. And F1 cars don't have handbrakes. So his car was on fire. Yeah. He was trying yeah. to get you out. See, you but stop, his car stop, was running stop, bad. Stop, 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 so some marshals like, I'm just going to throw these airplane trucks underneath the wheel. Yeah, which the first one didn't land and he fell over. Mm. And at that point, if you're the marshal, like, do you focus on the chock or are you just like, put the fire out? If the guy stays in there and holds the brake, at least the fire's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? I don't know what the training for that would be. It's yeah. Car is on fire, going downhill. Driver can't get out, otherwise you'll probably run yourself over. Yeah. But I've missed the chocks, or the chocks didn't stop the car rolling for whatever reason. Well, I think before he got out, he took his steering wheel off the nest. So if he yeah. kept his steer- steering wheel on, he could have. Like, it's like what you said. He should have just put full, when he was going back. He should have put full right hand down. Beached it, it in the gravel. Beached yeah. it sideways in the gravel. Yeah, when you really, I, that's what I. That's what I say. That's what I would have done. From being on the sofa, spectator's point of view, watching 
thinking what would I do in that situation the first thing that came to mind was okay I'm on a hill I can't get out of the car there's no one around I need to get out beat it in the gobble yeah or try and slam it against the wall so it don't well I would have thought the wall you'd bounce you could bounce yeah you could yeah but whereas if you're in the gravel you're not on an angle the gravel's there to stop a car at 180 mile an hour (laughs) you know what I mean so a car going five it's going to stop it yeah 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 especially if you put it in on an angle as well yeah and uh, dig it in a little bit yeah and then we saw the, the slow motion and uh, it's not just a normal ex- uh, power unit, clearly. No, no. Poof! This went boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. The side pods. The engine, the engine coming there, the cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it trying to escape. Yeah. Fire everywhere. Yeah, that's a, some, some of it's gone explode. Some of it's I want to shot know. through engine casing there. Yeah. I, I genuinely am looking forward to what Ferrari say. Like, I wish they did like a full debrief report. I, you know, they're not going to do that. Cause yeah. Trade standards and secrets yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Piston, I reckon. It would be nice to see what what was going on. Um, but that brought out a safety car, the virtual virtual safety car. Yeah. Which I I would have loved to see a full safety car in that. Situation. That'd be incredible. Um, but it allowed Charles and Max to get new tyres. Yep. Uh, well done, Ferrari, for actually getting good strategy. Yeah. Uh, but not having a full safety car meant Lewis was still miles away. <laughs> 30 odd seconds back or whatever yeah, it was yeah, yeah. and then it was just a battle to the end of of uh, Max and Charles Charles had a decent lead but he also started having issues he also had his own issues with that go fast pedal yes uh, and the go fast pedal was keeping going fast <laughs> it wasn't coming back up was it yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got a feel for Charles, the racing gods are doing everything possible for him not, not to, to win races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if it's not if it's not Ferrari's team, if it's not the strategy, it's the car. Yeah. So yeah. that ends up Ferrari's looking down on him like not today, my child. Yeah. Not I had today. a feeling that one of Ferrari's were gonna go. You said I that. Did call you did it say it. Yeah, you did call it. To be fair. Um. I just thought it was gonna be Charles's car that went because he was leading the race <laughs> relatively comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, his his throttle was stuck slightly open, so he couldn't bring it all the way back to zero. Yeah. I think little things like that, when your teammates just retired, must throw your mind racing. Oh yeah. Else. Yeah. Like you'll suddenly, if that's happening in a normal race, and he's P four, like manage the situation, bring the car. Home. Yeah. You're doing it in P one when your teammates just retired, and you're like, and there's not crap. that many laps left as well. Yeah, like, holy crap, laps, five laps left. And I don't have that big a lead. Yeah. You know. Squeaky bum time starts to set in. Yeah, it's at some point. It's suddenly a complete. It's the same situation, but it's completely different yeah, in how yeah. you handle it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he did just have enough of a gap. Just, just right. another lap or two. I'm yeah, not got sure. him. Uh, yeah, the gap in the end was only one and a half seconds. Yeah. What four? Four, yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. It got shut down pretty quick. Uh, science going out did mean that the uh, the wonderful Lulu got another podium three in a row not bad yes. and George finished fourth George P4 even with after his penalty yeah yeah did a good um, drive George Ocon was fifth good drive that and uh, Mick Schumacher oi, oi. P6 what's that 
eight points. Eight, yeah, eight points, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lando seventh, K Mag eighth. I think that back to back double points. Double points for, finish for, for the Hunters. Uh, Ricardo ninth. That's actually a fairly decent run for him. Yeah. Uh, Alonso is, as we speak, P10. Yeah. Is under investigate was under investigation for potentially releasing the car in an unsafe condition. Uh, I've not read anything that has taken that off, and on the F1 standings, he is still P10. That's all right from finish starting at the back. Starting at the back, not running in the sprint race. No, yeah. He's done all right. Who finished eleventh? Valtteri Bottas, which is also a decent drive given he was a pit lane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and he just didn't quite. And it is Austria, and he can overtake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of Valtteri, he was part of that five-way battle. That was an incredible. That was that wonderful. Was, that was an amazing battle. These uh, five into two into two three. Oh. These well, it was like like the full lap at that. After yeah, that. it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all sort of got together. Was it the Aston Martin it slowing everyone down? It was the two Hasses were involved. Yeah. Alonso was involved. Bottas and I think one of the Hasses. Uh, no, one of the Aston Martins. Yeah, and then there was Ricardo hunting at the back of yeah. that, that that set. Um, oh, nice to see. It's nice to see two cars going through three. Yeah. It's great to see three. But five. But five. And it was clean as well. They were all yeah. clean. Yeah. <laughs> the moves were all clean. All fantastic moves. Oh. Um, these cars can definitely follow. Oh, yeah, 100%. This is what we want. And it's a beautiful track. We've yeah. had, we've and you can overtake. Back to back tracks well, where you can overtake. Yeah. It's going to go Tits completely wrong in France. But yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's enjoy it while we can. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, it was wonderful to see. Um, overall, the actual the racing, for most part, was pretty clean. Yeah, exactly. Far a couple of turn four incidents. Yeah, it was all relatively clean. Yeah, yeah. nice to see. Can we talk about Magnussen's move on straw when he just came from absolutely? Well, yeah, nowhere. that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna say, do you have a favourite overtake? It's probably that. Probably that one. To be fair, I think the camera angles helped it because the replay didn't look as good but that yeah. first angle we were the overhead shot the well i was thinking of the shot from turn three looking down oh right we yeah. were when we the one where we saw mick get through we were like that's a great move enter stage right and take the position <laughs> Magnuson, it looked like an absolute rocket ship yeah though yeah and then he's on his, from his onboard as well comes from quite yeah, a way yeah, back yeah. on his onboard yeah he has no right to make, to make that move. Yeah, the only issue with his onboard is it looks like Stroll slows down. Like he's, alright, okay, I've lost the position. Yeah. Either slow down for the cutback or slow down to position. For the, for the. And that helps Magnussen get the yeah. move. But obviously, from, from the, that front on shot, we yeah. can't see that no, no. slowing down. And from the, the top of the helicopter yeah, yeah. shot, and it just comes from out of nowhere. Yeah, it's great to see. There were some good, there were some proper good moves. Um, a couple up to one that were nice. A lot of cutbacks. I love the cutback. I love Austria for the cutback. It's turn three with memory. Three happens. and four. Three and four, you can do it. It's fantastic. You yeah. like, you don't know that an overtake's been made until two or three turns afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when you can. That's when you know it's if it's coming out of four into five. Yeah, maybe six. Um. Yeah, I would. I would say that was that was a good move. Um. I think Lando had one around the outside. Um, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Stroll again, actually. Yeah. Around about that time of the big, the big five battle. Um, 
a lot of decent uh, DRS overtakes. Yeah. That that straight from three to four is just long enough. It's perfect, isn't it? It's great. It's just long enough that the DRS can take effect, but not so long that every move is a DRS move. Yeah. Like there's a couple that got in there. Yeah. But in order to do that, you need to have been perfect the turn before. Which, you need to get a good exit out which of three. If I think that's fair, if DRS rewards you for making a good exit. Yeah. Um, it's when it's too long that you can have a bad exit and a bad entry and you still, and you still have the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that section that, is so yeah, nice. Three to four, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I do like Austria. The one thing I don't like about Austria, we'll, we'll throw some negativity in here just to balance, out the, balance out the books. Sprinkle some negativity. Um, I don't like the pit entry. No, I don't. I like that the fact that, that they make sure the drivers have to stay right so far back because of how the pit appears. Yeah, but it's that. But it's part of the racing line. It's just too close to the racing line. They need to. They've got a little bit of space on the inside. I think they could. Then they shorten it or make it longer. I think they make the pit lane its separate road tighter. So right, yeah. you turn. Yes, you're pulling off right further. But you turn right earlier. Further back, but then you yeah you have a sharper turn right, yeah, into yeah. the pit, and it's a separate bit of road. So currently, the pit entry is and, just before nine. Yeah, and you stay right, but the racing line pretty much comes across. Yeah. I'm saying you move the pit entry stay right bit back bit back up the straight before the start of the the entry into the turn. Yeah, and at that point, you. Instead of keeping it on the track for turn nine, you pull it off track. You sharpen it. Yeah, yeah. to the right. You cut yeah. inside. There is going to be a time where someone's going to someone's going to. We saw Ricardo and Hamilton both yeah, had yeah. A, yeah. some scary moments. Yeah, because there's going to be a time as a car coming into the pits as they as two cars are, I don't know, maybe side by side or battling, mm. and if one of them just loses it slightly, or doesn't see that car. As they're coming around the corner, that's all it takes is a little bit of a wobble from yeah. the guy going into the pits. Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes. And then you've got a big crack, yeah. And then people are like, oh. Yeah, and that is a fastish corner. Yeah. So, yeah. You're carrying a lot of momentum through there. Yeah, exactly. So, that's the only thing I'm not a big fan of. I like the exit of the pit lane. Yeah. The tight corner and all that. That I'm all good with. It's just the entry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the only other negative from this weekend has been the the fans. Uh, the fans, yeah. Which, like, it's not on. Nah, it's not, is it? There was a lot of it last weekend, like, so just to show that we're not pretty biased here. There was a lot of it last weekend with, you know, anytime something went wrong for one of the drivers, there was a lot of cheering, cheering or booing or whatever. Yeah. Which, that in itself is not great. But it's also part of sport. Yeah, it's like, like when you, it's like when your football team's playing your rivals. Yeah. Or you don't like a player, you'll boo. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was thinking more just even if you concede a goal, like yeah, there's a bit of boo. I don't mind. I don't mind booing. So like British fans booing Max. I don't like that. But what what annoys me is like when Hamilton crashed in Q three. I think yeah. They all started cheering. Yeah. I think that's if it's something that's a bit yeah. Yeah, if it's a genuine overtake, or if it's or if he drops, spins it on him, bins it himself. Doesn't like have a crash, but like spins it and spins, beats it yeah, in the yeah, gravel. Yeah, then yeah. you'd be like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's a sporting moment that you're yeah. reacting to. I think that's fine. 
But it's when like, it's when it's a crash. When someone's safety is involved. Yeah. That sort of thing. You're like, no, someone, someone could be seriously could be dead. hurt. Yeah, I don't know By one of these crashes. It's like, for example, last week at Brim, it's like if everybody started cheering. It's like when everybody started cheering if Jack when Jardy's crashed. If they'd have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's move away from this. One of the drivers has a £25,000 suspended fine. And it's not who you think it would be. It's just Sebastian, Sebastian Vettel. Vettel. Yeah. yeah. Storming out of the driver's briefing. Uh, the driver's briefing, yeah. Um, which all the drivers are required to attend and stay for the full duration of. Yeah. Uh, which he did not do. Nope. Uh, so it's been suspended. €25,000 fine. Suspended for the rest of the season. So, so if it happens again, he has so to if he, if he breaks uh, the same uh, rule... Uh, he will pay the fine. Um, I forget exactly which one it is, and it doesn't tell me on here. Um, but there's a very specific section about who needs to attend driver's briefing. So all the all the drivers, right? and yeah, and what they need to do. But there's also like team team representatives and stuff oh, like yeah, this yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, if that code gets broken again, you'll have a twenty-five thousand euro fine. Uh, I read that he met with the stewards and actually had a very positive conversation with them afterwards so I think it's more about him just being frustrated yeah and maybe a lack of organisation in the driver's briefings we've definitely heard that in the last couple of years yeah not only that but there's a, there's been a bit of a complaint this weekend about uh, the stewards and the race directors mm. consistency and yeah changing it from each race and that and that's what I think it might have, I don't know if that's what it's about but I don't know what it was about there is one I said the one really simple way because uh, let's be honest there's no real simple way to enforce consistency uh, one way that might really help it is uh, one race director one set of stewards and they are consistent it not none of this swapping between events races yeah um yeah, but we had that with Michael Massey and look how that turned But we out. didn't, though, because his steward team constantly changed. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, one race the, right, the race director doesn't make the call. He, the stewards make the call and he just actions it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is sort of like Boris and his cabinet. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, he relies on people to give him information. Yeah. Actually, he doesn't, at the minute, yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> He's probably... <laughs> He's probably trying to find a way to stay in power anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think you need one big dog and a vice big dog just in case the big dog gets poor. I can't remember. Yeah, like, I don't mind them all, you know, I don't mind them having two race directors if they're there all the time. Yeah. That as long as the teams stay the same, I actually don't mind whether that's one director and four stewards, two directors and seven stewards. Yeah. As long as it's... I actually kind of like the idea of two directors and seven stewards. That's kind of like a big enough group of people. Yeah, to make decisions. To have, on the one, the resources. Yeah. And two, enough different views. Plus, if there's multiple incidents, and you've got yeah, seven, exactly, exactly. half to look at one, half to look at another. That's what I mean by resources, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that also should give you enough different views to try and make a decision. We have enough races now. We've over a thousand F1 races. Most of those are under the recent results. You know, we're going at 20-odd a season for the last 10 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So a fifth of the races have happened in the last 10, 12 years. 
they've got enough recent data yeah. and rules to make a little sort of citation book. You know, like they do with the law cases, like, oh, I'm citing the reference to yeah. this 1825 case or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We've got enough to do that. So I don't see why it's becoming such a such a problem. Yeah. Other than we're swapping out teams every week, so. Yeah, exactly. Um. Because like that George Perez incident, in any of if it was another set of stewards, they could have just been like, yeah, this and they couldn't carry on. Yeah. But if that happens at another track, and it don't get a penalty. If it's two drivers and that happens somewhere else and it doesn't yeah. get a penalty, you'll be like, well, if it's given us in, one in Austria, why have they not given it here? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's really difficult to do. It's not an easy job by any means. No. Nah. Uh, but we do need some consistency. Um, Formula One's not the only sport that's had that issue. You know, we've had it in football as well. Yeah, we've, had yeah. it, we've had it even in cricket. Yeah. Um, so it is a difficult thing to do. At the end of the day, human error is going to be part of it. Part of everything. But I guess when there's only 20-odd events in it to make the season up, yeah, it does look a lot. You know, there's yeah. 380 Premier League games in a season. Yeah. You know? So five five mistakes across a season doesn't look as that bad. bad. Five mis- five mistakes in an F1 season, that's a quarter of a season. Gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, it really is. Let's just try and nail this as best we can. Yeah, 100%. Um, but the end result is Ferrari back-to-back wins. Yep. Which is not something I thought I would say <laughs> coming out of Canada. Considering they've had four DNFs in the first yeah. half of the season. Um, so they're, they're, they've now got four wins for the season, which is a lot better than I thought coming into the season that they would do. Yep. Um, Max still leads the way. I can't give you an update on the points because they've not updated the table. Yeah, I think. I think it's somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, is Charles back in the lead? Of the, back in the hunt. lead fight. Back in the hunt. Uh, especially with Checo not scoring points. I think so. If I thought Max had a lot of carrying like I thought Max had a lot of issues. Second half of season. <laughs> Second half of season. We'll see if I can try and get a part-time job at Red Bull and tinker with the, with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, outside of Britain, since Imola, Max has always finished on the podium. Yeah, that needs to stop. Um, whereas when you look at Charles, this was his first podium since Miami. Yeah. Uh, which is... His first win since I don't know when. Three Aust- since. Australia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, since race three of the season. Yeah. Which uh, obviously is not good. Um, nope. Anyway, we've been uh, waffling on a lot longer than I thought we would. Um, we're just about we're just about still here. My, I think we've I put nine ice cubes in. We've not evaporated yet. We've gone. Our drinks I'm, have evaporated, but we haven't evaporated. I'm feeling like I'm about to evaporate. Yeah, so do I. This t-shirt's going to be see through soon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll try to do the uh, the outro. Yeah, um, thank you. Your ice cubes. Sorry about <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for 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 listening. Um, make sure you follow us on our socials. We will put them in the description or somewhere, uh, so you can find them. 
Uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts and streaming sites around. And um, make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. <coughs> and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. In France. In fr- uh, well, we yeah. might see you next time in France. Well, we will be depends. in France. Yeah, we will be in France, no. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, we'll see you next time for the worst race on the calendar. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.